I think you know what really messes this up is that we have access to so much information now. People mm -hmm. research everything Dang. from like, I mean, the babies don't even care about what kind of bottle they drink out of. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm curious. Or what kind of breast pump to use that has all the features. <laughs> like people mm. do massive research on like, you know, when they do that um, baby registry shopping, mm. it's like they do research on everything now. And I think that really messes with the mind of like, what's mm. best for your baby? Mm. Yeah, your baby yeah. didn't need like a beautiful nursery, you know, that's, mm. a, that's a, a luxury. They just need a, a nice, a place a safe place to sleep right which but can we be a them, cardboard box we give them so much yeah they can sleep in a cardboard box <laughs> as, an, as an infant right and yeah. i think that this culture of just having like excessive information and resources that's really mm -hmm. what makes moms feel like they need to do the best for everything it also makes moms obsessive yeah mm -hmm. yeah so I think like, I don't know, hopefully moms reach a point where they realize that those things, they can be helpful, but it's not necessary to mm. raising kids in the way that the Lord desires for us, which yeah. is that they would fear the Lord. Mm. Day. Mm -hmm. And I think the more important question is asking, like, what does God really want us to invest our energy mm. into? Like, should we be praying for them more than we're doing all this research, which we think is going to, mm. I don't know, we're, we think we're giving them the best, but maybe God would rather us spend those hours on our knees yeah. praying for ourselves and yeah. for our children. And yeah. I think that all this researching is taking up so much time. For sure. Yeah. Mm. So what do you <laughs> obsess with? Yeah, I, I, I agree that researching mm -hmm. stuff can get obsessive. So what yeah. types of things do you guys obsess with? I'm Baby sleep? And see what my oh, sleep <laughs> training? Like sleep training? Yeah. Like when Haley would only sleep for one to two hours at a time and then take 10 minutes to nap. <laughs> I swear, I perused the entire internet universe to find out why is this child not sleeping and why am I losing my mind? And I would seriously like time everything and I'd be like, mm -hmm. I did that, I did that, I did that. She is not overtired. Like, why is she not sleeping? This child is nuts. And I think <laughs> I just, I yeah, I was obsessed. And then like I had Micah, I was like, oh, thank God, not all babies are like this. <laughs> But I was thinking like, you know, if it was reversed, I don't know if I could um, spend as much energy and time obsessing over it. Mm. Like, yeah, you would just have to deal with it because okay. I, mm. I'm strapped. <laughs> mm. I know. Um, I was always amazed. I really felt, uh -huh. yeah, I, I felt like I was unhealthily relying on like the internet and forums and mm. yeah, I... For sure, when I look back, it's like, dude, you could have like prayed and asked God more, like, God, please let me sleep. And probably that would have been like way more sanctifying, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think it was a waste. I wasted a lot of time. Mm -hmm. I thought I was gonna say because I was always amazed at, at you know the, the, the thing about sleep training. Because I don't know about Katie, because when I was like you know young mom, like you both, we didn't, I, sorry, I never, maybe I wasn't into researching things. I never heard of a sleep training. And we just had the kids just lie down and sleep. And 
but Josiah never wants to sleep. Okay, fine, you sleep with us for two years. <laughs> and when two years gone, went by, okay, mom, I'm ready to go back to my own bed. Okay, there you go, bye. You know, so I never turn around and say, it's like, okay, okay, all right. So I'm like, so it's different, it's different. But, but you know, I'm glad that you, you, you shared that because I was going to say, like, I'm so amazed all the moms, like, you know, guys are so creative and a lot of DIY ideas. And I was like, how come I never thought of that before, you know? And, but you're right, everything's so available now. I love you saying all It's too different. much information. Too much, to, right, yeah, too much, to right, choose right. From. Yeah, I love how you said helpful, it. though. Some, if you can <laughs> limit, if you can have self-control to limit yourself to. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, I think when I was a new mom with Abby, I forgot who I was talking to. Maybe it was in our mom's group with you and Auntie Doris. And then I was reminded that God gave us a maternal instinct for mm. a reason. And that's a gift mm. to us that, you know, we need to use that and tap into our are more faith-filled process than the information-based, like research-based knowledge, which, you know, people readily, you know, seek after now. So I thought that was really important. Like, and I think, I mean, as American moms, I think we are afraid of suffering and discomfort mm. because this, mm. this baby is the one of the first human beings that makes us feel so much suffering. Mm. Like, being sleep deprived or like all that crying and I think that's why it's become an obsession to find the best information to try to fix these problems but I think maybe in other countries they just deal with it right they just know how to suffer well (laughs) when raising their kids that's a really that's a really good point Les yeah because I was telling Darren when I was struggling in the beginning, I said, you know, I think my motherhood journey would have been easier if I was raising kids in another country. Yeah, and you wouldn't have, I feel like you don't have this like in, like gut instinct to like pick up your phone and find out what the yeah. internet has to say, right? Like yeah. you don't have that accessibility, then it would be much easier for your gut instinct to be like, God, I need help, <laughs> you know? Like instead of, mm-hmm. oh, Google, <laughs> yeah. help me, you know mm-hmm. and then when google fails you then you're like okay god i need help now because <laughs> google is not working <laughs> yeah so i think that's something because we live in this culture we have to just watch out for you know yeah be aware of just our tendency to mm-hmm. trust google more than god mm-hmm. maybe that's a good podcast episode who <laughs> trust god more than google <laughs> we can do that one next time (laughs) yeah i think it goes it goes the same for everyone even for katie and myself you know i think i feel like you know even we have grown kids and like katie's now grandmother to two beautiful granddaughters and even i feel like you know again let me like you said we need to be on our knees more you know Mm -hmm. to pray and really go back to the basics go back to Mm -hmm. god he's the one that created us and he's sustaining us every single day like katie asked right mm-hmm. young moms like, what are you obsessed about or what you know what are you what do you feel guilty about i feel like it's just every day you know at the end of the day you know you will just raise our hand and praise god you know you know we know that every day every moment that we live through every day that we know that god is right there guiding us through you know even during the difficult times that we have to go through and he's right there with us you know i think that recognizing his presence and recognizing his um, sovereignty, you know, and 
and make decisions that just please him. I think that's the most, uh, to me, I feel like that's the most rewarding part. And that I'm able to just still praise him no matter what happened that this very day. Mm-hmm. I still praise him for what happened because he has a purpose in shaping us and uh, making us more like him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.